0: How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Paranormal Paralysis, episode number seven. Dude, you're chugging along. Just wanted to put a small warning at the beginning of this episode, in particular. Because there are a few times that we go into some controversial chit chat, and some people may take you know offense to some of the things that are said. So just know you know the purpose of this podcast isn't to push beliefs or viewpoints from a certain angle on anyone. Uh, you know I respect everyone's beliefs, which is why I wouldn't feel right censoring or taking out large chunks of my interviews because i don't and especially with swearing you know people are like why do you leave the swearing on there tell them not to swear but you know if that's how people need to express their stories then that you know who am i to tell them how to talk right so anyways (laughs) keep an open mind with this one and i hope you enjoy yeah it says you are there we go now we're going on logic too there we go I had to take another allergy pill. Oh, yeah. So I wasn't sitting on here for the next hour like <laughs> like my dog. Yeah.
1: He sniffling away <laughs> out here with the allergies. Dude, yeah, my dog just had, uh, had allergies recently. I had to take him to the emergency ER.
0: Was that before or after you bit your hand off? Ah, uh, that was
1: before, <laughs> dude. Oh,
0: now
1: God, that he God. bit my hand and shit, look at that. Punk bitch. So, <laughs> he ain't getting shit. He's not going to the ER for
0: nothing. You're not getting no more treats, Reggie. No, for no. <laughs> nothing for real. Dude. Anyways, well, welcome back to Paranormal Paralysis, your favorite spooky podcast. Yes. Um, you know, today we are on that spookiness again. All right, episode number seven. <laughs> We're on that spookiness. here with the <laughs> exactly here with the elusive. Mr. Nicholas Gomez, aka NRG, the remedy, as he's known in the music industry.
1: <laughs> oh, man, you had to had to do me like that with the uh,
0: <laughs> huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I know, I know. It's this work life, man. It's uh, it's tough. Thir- mm. put thirteen hours in today. I mean, it's not going to do itself, you
0: know. Anyway, so I've known Nick since like was twenty seventeen in Lacrosse. We met in. Uh, pre-calc with professor song chen
1: yeah was four years ago huh?
0: <laughs> yeah that's crazy yeah, that is. Sh- um, pr- first of all shout out to song chen for giving me the old pity pass because math uh, math is a tearing fi- terrifying subject to I me mean. yeah not as terrifying as a wood f- as a wood filled with witches I'd say <laughs> but yeah, pretty, pretty a wood filled there. with witches <laughs> how would you say yeah. that the, not as Not as terrifying as a witch-filled woods.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that sounds a little better.
0: But that's just like one witch. We're talking about multiple witches. (laughs) I don't know. witch-filled woods. (laughs) So me and Nick, um, back in the day, used to... We got our start, you know, making sick rap songs. Honestly. I was on them turns. I was on that boots, boots, boots. (laughs) And Nick was with the the vocals. (laughs) I think they're still up, too.
1: Oh, yeah, they're still up there.
0: Well, I know they're still up because I... uh, Saw the withdrawal from my bank account the other day, paying for them. But <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm uh,
1: I, I get those randomly from that fucking site too.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. I think my pro my profile on Spotify though, is something super cringy, like wearing it's like wearing a bunch of rings or something because I thought rings were super sick. Like last year, black you know? hoodie and shit. Yeah, <laughs> dip up like a metal <laughs> so Sadie, so you're you're from Wisconsin, right? Like you grew up uh around the Milwaukee area, o- Oconomowoc, if I'm correct. Yes, sir. Nice. Did you ever you ever make your way to the Pfister Hotel? The, f- the Fister, dude, I've f- heard Fister. <laughs> I've
1: heard a lot about the Pfister. Um and I mean I don't know if you know this, but that's actually where like the pro players stay and stuff when they when they come in, and visit Milwaukee to play the Brewers and the Bucks. So Yep, yep. Uh, there's definitely a lot of stories. about
0: that. Yeah, everyone says it's one of the one of the most haunted hotels in the country and arguably the world. Is the direct quote? Yeah, from dude, the seriously. To Google. But seriously, have you ever had? Do you know anyone who's had like any experiences or anything there? Or, like stayed there for a night At or the anything? Visser? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, dude, um,
0: have you ever just walked through the lobby? Felt like someone, someone trying to like steal your soul or
1: anything like that <laughs> dude I, I honest to god i've never been in the place i i think they've oh, really? seen it from the outside a few times hmm. yeah but um i feel like it's a pretty I know, exclusive I know place people, to go. yeah i i don't know anyone personally that has had anything happen there but i do know people that know people that that have oh. uh, that have seen some stuff there
0: double double no yeah so it's not a direct connection have you heard any of the stories
1: I'm trying to remember dude from from what I remember there's some pretty crazy shit like like stuff that was almost like come on now.
0: Um, yeah like borderline you think it's fake that. but you know it's not
1: <laughs> yeah and like I, I heard these stories all when I was young so like I, I honestly couldn't really piece together a decent mm, one right. at this point yeah yeah but uh I, I just do remember like hearing some pretty crazy shit about that place mm. but no never been in there
0: well we'll, we'll have to want we'll to save that for a little little vacay whenever you're back up here and because now you're down in yeah. H- Is it Houston or Austin, Texas? Uh, none of the above. Dallas. None. Nah, shit. You're good. good, good. Great friend. Great friend. One oh of my
1: good homies <laughs> doesn't even fucking know
0: where I live, dude. <laughs> I get him mixed up because my brother just moved to Austin, Texas. a sick
1: place.
0: I think he said he saw Joe Rogan just randomly walking around. Yeah, Joe him. lives there. <laughs> Big Joe. <laughs> so you know how you know how do you move to some place, and you're starting to get like a acclimated to the to the to your surroundings you know meet new people and there's like certain
1: yeah
0: certain folklore and rumors that kind of circulate was there anything like that for dallas like any like
1: any crazy like like ghost stories in dallas
0: or like urban legends like don't go to the spot at this time or you'll get like followed and chased down in your car or something like
1: that (laughs) um to be honest i don't i haven't talked to that many people about that here because
0: like just on the work
1: um, yeah i've just been working a lot dude i mean and it's kind of ironic a little bit right Mm -hmm. because for a living i basically tell people they're gonna die yeah that's
0: what i was thinking about too when i was writing all the questions and stuff (laughs) yeah yeah so
1: for a living i tell people they're gonna die and i should i guess sell them on the idea of of my company you know taking care of that Mm -hmm. farm
0: making it the easiest (laughs) way or making it easier easier on their family yeah i mean.
1: Uh, you know basically what i'd sell i'm not trying to sell my shit on here but right
0: <laughs> not till uh, the basically end nick.
1: It sells, it's, a, it's a pain-free solution to you know financially but mm-hmm. we're losing someone like these days finance are like 15k
0: yeah yeah fun- funerals are so, freaking expensive yeah
1: dude so you know that's basically what it is i'm not going to get too much
0: uh more into it there but yeah awesome well we're very glad to have you on here nick very very glad. Yeah, very dude, glad. I'm pumped to be here. <laughs> you know, uh, you yeah,
1: know, I I love talking about this shit. Yeah,
0: same. And it's funny because like when I hit my other friends up and I'm like, hey, I'm starting, I'm just gonna start a paranormal podcast. I'm just gonna do it and stop talking about it. You know? Yeah. I found out there's a lot of people that like they like to talk about it, but me and them have never talked about it personally until like I invited them on the podcast or anything. So yeah, <laughs> that's kind of funny. I know you said you have some just fantastic stories, but dude, I
1: got some pretty
0: good ones. Yeah. How did you? kind of like start well i know you're like a super just a pretty spiritual person in general so did that lead you into the paranormal kind of stuff or was it that that led you into spirituality like what was your kind of journey through that yeah that's a
1: good question dude like yeah you could say that you know some of my experiences have have definitely led me down a a spiritual path because i I actually grew up catholic i I was really really religious oh really growing up yeah and i I was confirmed and stuff And, um, yeah, no, you know, I always just kind of had this this weird feeling in the back of my mind. Like, I believed in it. You know, I was a big-time follower, praying every night, all this kind of stuff. And even my first year yeah. or two of college, I, I didn't miss church on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I was one of those rare people that actually stuck with it into college, too. Yeah. You know, but you know, I learned from an early age that, first of all, that I'm mortal, that I'm going to go, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of learned the inevitability of that. And a lot of people, they don't really... Like they they all know they're gonna die, but they don't really realize their mortality until a, a later age.
0: Like in um, going back to Song Chen, I remember he told us when he was going after life, and then he went like white water rafting and <laughs> literally almost just drowned. And he's like, ah. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like everyone kind of has that turning point, you know, where it's something something happens that could have been a lot worse than it actually was, and then that kind of gets you like more, just, like thinking about the future I suppose
1: (laughs) yeah yeah exactly I guess yeah near-death experience would definitely help you realize your mortality a little quicker Uh, but that's not that common though people don't people Mm -hmm. don't go through near-death experiences that much like especially in the the younger years you know because you kind of think about like I guess when I was a kid I used to always think about like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna die but that's so far away like it almost might as well not even exist like you know that's 100 years away 100 years is so long when you're a kid exactly yeah and (laughs) then. You know, the day's getting shorter, and I think it, it probably mm-hmm. really, really hit me the first time I, I, I started getting a little bit of anxiety, actually, about the fact that I'm going to die and shit, mm-hmm. is when I was, oh man, I was probably like 12 to, uh,
0: 12 to 14 really? years old. I was pretty young. Yeah, I was going to say, that seems yeah. pretty young to be thinking about stuff like that. You about know? dying, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And it's something that I still think about uh, all the time, you know? mm-hmm. and that's kind of like I said, it's kind of ironic that I ended up in a profession where I'm telling people they're going to die all the time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Because in order to buy life insurance, people definitely need to realize their mortality.
0: Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are kind of uncomfortable with talking about like death or even the whole thing surrounding like spirits and ghosts, demons. You know, death especially though people are very uncomfortable with. Yeah. I found um actually found out on TikTok that there's like a a profession called a death doula, and I'm trying I'm trying to schedule like an interview with this chick, but I haven't had the chance to reach out to her yet. But it's um, profession
1: called death doula. Yeah,
0: where you like You sit by them for however long, and you like guide them on, guide them on to like whatever's next. And the she she was like posting her vids, and then I started like looking at more, like the career more, and you can get a degree in it and stuff. And I'm like, oh my god, like (laughs) that. I feel like that'd be kind of a depressing career, you know, because you're constantly around people who are literally teetering on the verge of death. But she she was just this happy go lucky girl, (laughs) and I'm like, oh my.
1: Yeah, maybe she's seen some shit, dude. Who knows? Yeah. So getting back to you know when I was um, realizing my mortality, right, like twelve years old. Yeah. You know, I started I started really mm-hmm. thinking about that shit, and then that's when I got to the point where, you know, uh, religion came became something that I started feeling like, man, I, I really got to make sure this is right because I'm going to die, and like, is this really what's going to happen, and all this shit, and then you know I started thinking about, I'm like, well, there's no proof, you know, like
0: yeah. Is
1: willing as I am to admit that there are things that I can't see and all that. It's hard for me to believe stuff
0: without, without proof, right? Especially when there's like so many different versions of things too. And the st- the story you're always told is, you know, everyone else is wrong, but you specifically are right in what you choose. And it's like never. I never really under kind of understood that. I guess. Well, that's
1: when I talk about religious pride, right? Because in order to be religious, you have to have you have to be a pretty prideful person because you're not really humble enough to admit that other people could be right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like you know, that's kind of a characteristic of pride is that you have so much pride in which you believe in that there's no way that anybody else could be right. Right. That's kind of what it is.
0: That's like the main reason I started this whole podcast too, because I after I graduated college and actually started like learning or like getting more into like researching paranormal kind of stuff, I was like, wow, there's there are just so many different like viewpoints and experiences that people have and it's yeah, just literally impossible to know like what what is actually out there you know
1: (laughs) yeah for real dude it's like that's all you can say is you know there's limited science and stuff like that so i can relate to your story because Mm -hmm. um you know because i right i was saying i was kind of questioning uh, things like I, you know, I need proof. I'm a, I'm a kind of a proof oriented right. person. It's hard for me to believe things without proof, mm-hmm. and, you know, especially when I'm devoting my life to it. I'm like, man, I have no proof of this. Like, how do I know that this is right versus all these other ones? Cause like, like you said, I started, I went to college and I took some, some classes, learned about a lot of other religions and stuff, Yeah, you know, and I haven't gotten into some Hinduism for a while and right. uh, I was doing some crazy stuff, you know, not crazy stuff, I guess, but just some different stuff mm-hmm. Then. you you know, that I had that been used to and just was exploring around and, you know, I, I found a lot of value in learning about all the different religions and mm-hmm. how you can apply them to your life. And every time I've applied the principles that they told me to apply throughout those religions, it made my life better. Yeah, so I'm a believer yeah. in that because I've seen the evidence of it. But, mm-hmm. you know, in regards to what happens when you die and all that kind of stuff, like I got, I have no proof of that. I have no proof that anything, any, that stuff's right. So yeah. I began to move more towards a spirituality type of deal, right? Kind of naturally, mm-hmm. but there were some experiences along the way here uh, that, you know, kind of were proof to me that that, that there's something else.
0: Yeah, it drove you more towards that, right?
1: this is what we're kind of getting into here i think the point of why i'm here is because yeah uh, these you know these stories i'm about to tell you uh, i'm getting chilled up with this, the talking about it but these stories yeah. i'm about to tell you guys like you know these these are kind of my definitive proof of why something else exists you know, so there's that, and then I'm also just going to touch on this really quick if you don't mind.
0: Yeah, go ahead. So there's a
1: little bit of a scientific component of, of proof, so to speak, as well for things that you can't see being there and all that kind of stuff. A lot of you guys probably haven't heard of the, the concept of biocentrism, but if you're a biology guy, I think you'd really, really fuck with that book. I probably would. But basically, that, that <laughs> book is it's it's, uh, it's actually a scientific theory. So those of you that don't know science, a scientific theory is pretty much all you got. It's the best you can do. It's like gravity is a scientific theory. Like that's how strong a theory is. So anyway, so it's actually a scientific theory, and there's a lot of different you know tricky, complicated uh evidence behind them all that that I read, and I was able to understand a lot of it because I'm I'm decent with science. But it is it is kind of a complicated book. Mm. Uh, let's see some of the some of the examples of of stuff that that he was talking about in there it was like I don't know if you have ever heard of this, but uh, if you take uh like a piece of wood, for example, like a two by four and you travel it around the world at a certain speed or actually you travel it at any, at a certain speed anywhere, uh, it actually changes mm-hmm. in size.
0: Really? Yeah. Is that from like the force, the force of, uh, like being propelled around someplace or like space or gravity or something? Yeah. It's like the,
1: the particle from, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly. So like some
0: physics kind like, of stuff. Yeah.
1: It's physics. It's physics. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not going to sit here and try to educate you guys on this stuff because I really right. <laughs> uh, don't understand it that well. Mm. And it's been a few years since I read this book. But basically the theory of it is is that, you know, we're as essential for the universe to exist as the universe is for us to exist. Huh. Right? Yeah. Because in order, in order for something to be seen and to be there, like, in order for something to actually be there, like, we play a part in that because we have to see it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Right. Because if if no one's seeing the that, that object, is it actually there?
0: Exactly. Does it technically? Like no one exist? here to see it at all. Yeah.
1: Does it exist? Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, so this yeah. this whole theory, uh, like I said, it's a scientific theory. So you know that alone, maybe believe it, right? But mm-hmm. his whole theory is that we're as essential for the world to exist as we are, as the world is for us to exist, or the universe. Mm-hmm. So so it's kind of like life could go on. Yeah. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Like. And like, if you think about it, you can't, you can't remember when you were born,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, because I think talking about death and stuff, like like trying to imagine the, the before you were born is just as hard. Yeah, exactly.
0: I don't even remember what my first memory is, right? you know, exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. And someone has to trigger it to access yeah. it or something. You know? Yeah. You can't just come up with that. But yeah, that's a little bit of a tangent, but that's kind of the scientific component of of why I'm spiritual too.
0: What was the name of that? <laughs> that what book? was the name of that book? Was it you said Biocentrism? Uh,
1: biocentrism. Okay. Yeah. So it's saying that we're essential for the universe, because mm-hmm. a lot of people have the belief that if we were near the universe would just exist. Yeah. But if life wasn't here, there's was no life to observe anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I don't think it would exist. Yeah. Technically. But anyways, that's wild.
0: So so so. Anyways, we'll have to get an affiliate link and uh, link that in the description. <laughs> right? Yeah, seriously,
1: dude. I'm I'm serious. That book changes that, that changed my life. Huh. But anyways, but also let's get to the experiences here. So <laughs>
0: get into it. You know,
1: grow growing up. I guess I always had a a lot of little stuff. You know, for example, when I was like eight years old, me and one of my buddies were like rollerblading around in his basement, mm-hmm. and. We saw like this shadow on the wall for a second. More oh. like, dude, like we just kind of looked at each other, like, dude, what was that shit? Yeah. And then you know we we went around again, and also the tree, just like there's like this tall like fake plant like tree
0: in his basement down there.
1: And yeah, and also it just goes flying across the like the room and just knocks over right in front of us and we're rolling.
0: Trying to like trip you?
1: Yeah, I guess, dude. And <laughs> you know, it's like one of those things. It's like that's weird. And I was looking back at it. I'm like, I'm like, damn, like it could have just blown over with the wind. But it's kind of weird that we both noticed like that shadow on the wall. Yeah, right shit. before
0: it happened, right? And
1: then all of a sudden, you know, just falls in front of yeah. us. Like that. Like that. That alone was like, okay, that's a little bit weird. But you know, no definitive proof there. But it was weird. Um, but that dude, that basement has all kinds of stories, actually. Um, but but they're all when I was pretty young. But it was all like. Brett's family, my friend Brett, that I grew up with. It was all his family
0: and, uh, you know, people that were coming to visit them and stuff. We cut out, boys. One second here. So at this point in the interview, Nick's audio and video actually cut out, and it was very hard for him to get back into the interview. We started having lots of technical difficulties, which I thought was very weird because the audio was completely fine up until then. And. I've never had this problem with anyone else, and it was happening right as he started talking about his like ghost stories. So, anyways, that just uh, in perspective for this next part. Make sure logic's logic's back on. All right, we're good. Sorry, we got cut out there. Um, you were talking about the tree fell in front of you guys were your rollerblading in your friend's basement and you thought it was weird because you saw a shadow on the wall right before then
1: yeah yeah we thought it was a little bit strange you know i mean like i said nothing definitive there or anything like that but still weird nonetheless yeah. kind of makes you question things but there's a whole bunch of stories from that basement i remember one dude uh, I, I believe his name was uh, miguel he was one of their family friends that was visiting there mm-hmm. and um dude he like a whipped out of his bed or something like that in the middle of the night because his uh, really? sister's room was down there. And he was, like, her boyfriend, Gosh. I guess. And he was staying down there with her. Uh, um, he just got ripped out of the bed? Yeah, he like, got the blanket ripped off him or some shit. And I remember he just, like, ran upstairs yelling. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And, like, you know, he had never heard any of the stories about that shit at this point. That's one of the first ones that I remember. Like I said, there's a slew of these, but I remember a couple.
0: Did you ever, like, do any research into his house or anything to find out there was, like, deaths on the property or something? Yeah. We looked
1: up our hometown, actually, and it was built on top of a bunch yeah. of Indian burial grounds.
0: Ah. <laughs> That'll do it, I suppose.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, you gotta wonder how much those are contributing to things too, right? Because
0: if it's like multiple different ones, I bet there's a lot of a lot of like energies that kind of feed off each other. It's uh, right. A
1: lot of people that perish there, dude.
0: So that was kind of your first, your first experience with like a just like a kind of a weird, a weird experience that you couldn't really explain.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's one oh, Oh, there's one more actually that I had before that that's significant enough to talk about. I guess it'll be quick, okay. but I was at my. So at my grandma's house growing up, dude, there's
0: always shit,
1: like always stories are going on there.
0: Yeah, granny's house. Yeah,
1: dude. But one time, uh, before I really even heard any of these stories or anything, uh, but I was had a little bit of a creepy feeling in there. So I don't know really what that was about, but yeah. there was one time that I was sitting on the couch and all of a sudden I feel like this hand grabbed me on the shoulder for a second. What? And like, it like pushed me. Yeah. And I, I turned around, and no one was there, dude.
0: <laughs> and the, so, and I was like six, no probably way. at the time. Yeah, I would, I would shit myself if I was six. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was, it's
1: like I just got like bumped a little bit, and also I turned around, and there was no one there. Yeah, what the heck? And I was like, what the fuck, dude? And like, do you? Remember- I was, you know, so I have not really even been thinking about the stuff that much yet at this
0: age. Yeah. Did the hand feel cold or anything like that? Or did you think it was like your grandma or something? Just like, get on the floor.
1: <laughs> no, it,
0: it was just a force.
1: Oh, yeah. It, it was just like the force of a hand. Huh. You know what I mean? It didn't feel like an actual like warm hand or cold hand or anything. It was just the force of a hand. So like, that was pretty weird. But like yeah, I said, I was like six out. probably at the time. <laughs> Maybe eight. I don't even know. But Goodness. anyway, so I think that was yeah. one of the prior ones. But th- there were some stories and shit from... Like my aunt used to have those, she, she was like, a, my aunt was like a teenager when I was growing up, just put this in perspective. Yeah. But she used to have like those things that hang down in front of the closet doors, kind of like bead yeah, things. Yeah, like
0: the bead curtains, right? Yeah, 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 bead curtains.
1: And dude, like apparently she was in there one time, she walked in and like she felt, she felt super cold. Ooh. And she was, and she like thought it was really weird that the room was so cold. And all of a sudden the, the beads just like blew out of the closet. No way. Like, <laughs> yeah, like they
0: blew up into the air randomly. Like,
1: there's no fans in there or anything,
0: and they just went back down. Like the whole thing, or like someone was like swiping their hand through it. No, it was like the whole, like all. Of- Jeez, that's that's crazy yeah, too. Dude. <laughs> like, I I wasn't
1: there for that one, but yeah. that's like
0: she said, told us that that. And then I had my
1: little weird bump, and I was like, um, oh, fuck, like it was it was a little shit like that growing up. Like I said, nothing like. I mean, the the, the story yeah. about her is pretty crazy. It's like
0: kind of random but- off off-putting yeah. stuff right so, so
1: the stuff that makes you wonder mm-hmm. like i said so nothing definitive really had at this point but then, uh, so i'm gonna get fast forward a little bit here to mm-hmm. oh man i don't even know how old i was i want to say maybe 10 at this point mm-hmm. yeah you know, this is the first time that i really had like a definitive story so
0: this is the one that switched you into into like the spiritual mode
1: no i mean i was still religious at this point
0: Uh huh. i was i was 10
1: I, I didn't, I didn't switch to being spiritual probably fully until I was like 22. Mm, 22 gotcha. So it was a while. Like. Yeah. So I don't know if you were researching my hometown or anything, but if you were, you probably came across La Belle Cemetery.
0: Is it Bell Bell Cemetery?
1: It's La Belle Cemetery La Bell. in Bell. Panama. Okay. So this is where it gets kind of real, dude. Like, so there's always been this like legend, right? About this statue statue at this, at this graveyard, LaBelle Cemetery mm-hmm. in Oconomowoc, and it's like known as one of the most haunted places in the country, yeah. you know, so I was kind of still skeptical at this point, because like I said, I did not really seen anything definitive, but this is where I was really like, I think it kind of set the tide for me that oh my God, dude, there's something more out there because yeah. I, I saw something that shouldn't really be possible. So the legend was that one of these statues, like starts dripping blood out of it because like there's a statue over one of the graves. Mm-hmm. And it starts dripping blood until a certain like like around like dusk I think it starts dripping blood. It was a legend, mm-hmm. and then um, like at a certain time, she comes out of the statue. What the hell? And then drowns herself in the in the uh, the lake. Oh my god! There's a lake right on the cemetery.
0: So okay, let me let's just just clear it up for the listeners quick here. It is, is it mm-hmm. it's a statue that's hanging over a. a normal gravestone no, or is it it's like attached hanging. to the gravestone or is it's it like a the gravestone okay but it's a sta- it's a statue of the woman that died that oh gotcha there. so it it like it it is the gravestone mm-hmm. okay gotcha okay so
1: the legend is she comes out of that drowns you herself she starts river. dripping blood out of her hand yeah right so Jeez. you know i get there and like i guess i'm still kind of skeptical at this point about everything and no, you know I, I had been there before and seen nothing mm-hmm. but we decided to go back no yeah that's a guy and dude I, I i shit you not i get we get there and we see this red pool underneath the statue no way dude what and and, and we look dude and the, the fingertips are literally dripping with red shit oh my god of a stone out of a stone and i'm like there's no way like what? like in order for it to continuously drip like that
0: someone would have to have like a hose in there
1: yeah
0: you know there's no way yeah so I was did like, you, dude, did you guys check around the statue or anything? Make sure there wasn't like, yeah, w- w- we walked around to do it. Dude, and then we, we got so freaked out. We left. Oh my God.
1: Like, <laughs> dude, it was, it was impossible. Yeah. Like, that that literally, at, is... at first I was like, okay, maybe they put like red nail polish on it or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, no way that would dry up. That wouldn't continuously drip.
0: Yeah, the, it, uh, Let me tell you this to. Uh, Pull that off would have to be very a, a very elaborate setup. They'd have to like hollow out the inside tips of the stone, like pu- make yeah. tiny little punctures in the fingertips, and like set it on a timer to go off or something. I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude.
0: That's crazy. Like, there's no <laughs> way that they did
1: that.
0: So you guys didn't stick around to see nah. you were like jumping the lake,
1: though. <laughs> no, nah, we were scared, dude. Even my dad, man. My dad does not
0: believe in. Your any dad was with my you too. A
1: straight up. Yeah, dude. My oh, dad man. saw that shit. All, my whole family saw that shit.
0: That's crazy. Man. And we, my
1: sister had a friend with her. Yeah. She saw it. Like I said, we were all pretty young, but oh. that was when I was like probably ten, so no, fifteen years ago.
0: So that's when you kind of started like thinking, like, ah,
1: <laughs> that that was like wow. kind of I'm like, dude, there's like there's something else out here. That's the first thing I've seen that I really can't explain. Yeah. So that was pretty oh. wild, dude. So I didn't really probably have anything you know crazy happen to me that that jumped out to me personally you know um, until I was probably 17 I think is when it happened and this one is pretty fucked like um, <laughs> honestly just to be straight up a lot of people get pretty freaked out by the story but um, <laughs> so yeah, I went through this stretch when I was like a junior in high school right I was like 17 mm-hmm. and I just would have bad dreams every single night. Like to the point where I hated going to sleep because I just knew I was going to be yeah. me It was like, I, it sucked ass. Like it was terrible. But there's, was one night dude that like, you know, <laughs> it, it was different. And I, like I actually ended up, I had to sleep with my parents dude, mm-hmm. for like a few months after this. Cause I was so scared to sleep in my room. Wow. So here's what happened. So I was, I was sleeping one night, and I woke up, and I was sleeping with my TV, and it was in the corner next to my. So it was like my my TV, and my closet was next mm. to that,
0: and then across
1: the room was my gotcha. bed.
0: Gotcha.
1: Right, that my bed was facing oh. that. So I woke up, and like I just felt like this weird presence in my closet, dude. Like I didn't see anything, but I felt this weird presence in my closet mm-hmm. and I woke up. I was like what the fuck, and all of a sudden, dude. I feel it like I didn't even like I said I didn't even see anything, but I felt it yeah. coming at me, and it goes past my TV, dude. My TV just like you know, TV's just like the screen just goes out and everything just yeah, goes to the middle. Yeah, like the old ones, to
0: turn them off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Just, just it went
1: off as I felt this presence go by, dude, and I was not. It hit me in the chest. Like, I felt it smack me in the chest, and I was I was laying there, and uh, dude, I dude, and I couldn't move. <laughs> I couldn't I I, I I. was like dude actually I couldn't move I was like turning my head around and looking but I couldn't talk that's what it was
0: Jeez.
1: I was like I could I could barely breathe what the hell but I I could move though. Did actually you, I do did remember you, that
0: do you remember but if I was you like saw like, huh? saw a figure or was it just like a feeling of something like rushing towards you and hitting you
1: I didn't see anything I didn't see anything
0: that's freaking
1: and and I was like I was laying there dude and I was just like I, I, I dude i don't know it was one of those things that like it was it was wild like like i said dude i, I didn't sleep in my room for yeah. months i was i was so scared. but I, you know eventually i like came to when i could you mm-hmm. know i can talk you know, just like, but i was like paralyzed almost there for a second like just like my breath i was like yeah Man.
0: almost like you got the wind knocked out of you or something
1: yeah, kind of like that. Like I was like still flailing, but I almost was like I was glued to my <laughs> still bed. Like, flailing. I don't mean,
0: you
1: know what I mean? Like I can still move my
0: arms and stuff, but
1: like in my head. So then like,
0: I, if wow. if you were able to like move your limbs and stuff, that just for everyone listening, that kind of rules out sleep paralysis then, right? Because with that, you see like the scary stuff, you hear it, whatever. um But you're you're yeah, not. Yeah, that's what a lot not, of people
1: say when they hear. Yeah, that. you're not
0: able to move it, all though, so that. It kind of rolls that out
1: yeah yeah exactly like because my my sister has sleep paralysis
0: mm-hmm.
1: pretty bad but hers are like minutes long and she hears shit for a while and she just has to go through yeah. it but i'm talking about like five seconds here yeah. and like the thing is too is was like okay if i was actually dreaming then why was i dreaming my broom exactly the way it was yeah and like when i like when i when i came to it I, after the whole experience i was
0: my TV was off, too. That's crazy. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. The one thing I notice that always kind of like makes me realize I'm having sleep paralysis is I'll wake up and I'll I'll like open my eyes and I'll think I'll be in my room, but mm-hmm. I'm like so hallucinated out, right? That that I don't realize it's like just barely switched. Like um, the one I remember that I had. Oh, what was it? A couple... Of, it was, like, one of the last ones I had, which is where, when I saw, like... I don't know if you guys who are listening know this, but the logo for the podcast is, like, one of the one of the sleep paralysis demons I saw. Except, obviously, a little mm. more... <laughs> a little less spookanized. But, yeah, the, for that one, I remember I was... It was my room the, exactly the way it was, but it was, like, turned... Like, my bed was on a different wall, but everything else was exactly oh, the same. So that's how I kind of, like
1: yeah like I said I, I, I never have had sleep paralysis yeah it's,
0: it's weird but
1: like you know you know what I'm saying if everything's exactly the like, same it, it would be awfully weird if that's like the one time that I ever had sleep paralysis because mm-hmm. that, you know? that tends to be a chronic thing Yeah, like, to, to my knowledge happens. sleep paralysis isn't an acute thing mm-hmm. where all of a sudden you just get it one time and you don't get it again
0: yeah yeah
1: so yeah the fact that I can combine with that you know it has me believing that it was it was definitely something good and, and it, it's kind of funny because like I think it kind of went along really well with me having the nightmares because, like, I just had this negative mm-hmm. energy during that time of my life for some reason that was about me. Like, I don't know, huh. I just always felt like some kind of negative energy and stuff. And then also, I was having nightmares every night.
0: And- was that was the negative energy just like in in general, or was it only when you were in your house or in your room? Um,
1: I don't know, but I will tell you this. I can't tell you that for sure, but I will tell you that t- to this day I still don't like sleeping in my old room. My parents still live in that house, and,
0: and whenever really? I go back to
1: visit them, I-, I don't sleep in there. Yeah,
0: dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Huh? So you know what I'm thinking? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to do an episode in your room. Oh man, like some <laughs> ghost hunter shit, right? <laughs> dude, I
1: feel like like I don't know. I I've, like ridiculous. I've had some experiences, like I said, but. I feel like if I go out chasing them, I'm not really going to
0: see Yeah, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. I That's, don't
1: know, yeah. but I, I I do really also um I don't underestimate the power of belief. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I really do believe that if you if you just have your mindset that there's nothing paranormal that exists,
0: then it's not going to be you're not going to be able to see it or experience it, right? Probably
1: but even if you do see it, it would have to be something so extreme in order for you to recognize what it was.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know? I've
1: heard but that. But the thing a lot, is, too. like, my dad's like that, dude. And that, that first story that I told you about that statue, like, mm. it definitely got my dad. That's just weird. Like I, like, I think it honestly probably made my dad more religious because hmm. I don't know if it was a midlife crisis or what, but like, five years later, maybe, maybe two, even like two years later, he just yeah. got ultra religious all of a sudden just insanely into it reading the bible every day and like hmm. uh, you know part of me wonders if maybe that like scared him a little bit yeah and i actually never I like really even thought about that before until now but yeah now i'm thinking like dude that's probably around the time my dad like he was always religious but he got super religious mm-hmm.
0: i mean that would make sense
1: yeah yeah, Something like you're that. Shit.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i never really understood how people can like Say they believe in ghosts or demons or whatever, and then they next next sentence they say they're like atheists or something like that. But yeah, I don't really
1: understand that. How you put that together?
0: Especially, well, like I could I could get ghosts, I suppose, because that like ghosts don't have to be they don't have to be a religious thing. You could just believe that like everyone has a spirit or something and when you die. Yes. The spirits like out in there. But when people say they believe in demons, that kind of stuff, like, but you're not religious at all. Get your shit together, dude. You know, honestly,
1: though, no, dude.
0: Yeah, yeah. That you
1: know, there's there, there's like I guess there's some more scientific evidence really behind the fact that you should not be an atheist, and mm-hmm. one of them is that you know you go to the Big Bang and they can trace the the, the creation of the universe all the way up to like I think a couple milliseconds, but really. they have no idea what happens in that time before that. Yeah, yeah
0: That's know? crazy. So, it's, but the universe is just freaking insane. Like I know, and
1: oh, like. Man. Another thing that always makes me wonder, dude, like, because I'm sure you probably heard the argument of like intelligent design and evolution and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, and I, like some sometimes, like, I like I gen- generally believe in evolution, obviously, but it makes a lot of sense. And there's a lot of evidence for it, but you know, sometimes I think that like DNA is is so random that like there had to be some kind of guiding force to create the kind of shit that has been created.
0: And you see, the problem is you don't really hear about it people like that who just kind of kind of like mix the views you either hear like one complete one like side that's way way for evolution or one side that's completely towards intelligent design when in reality like nothing is nothing is a hundred percent right there's always going to yeah. be a little bit of leakage between like especially in that topic you know yeah exactly dude. like there, there's tons of examples of animals like evolving within our lifetime to better adapt to their environment well, that's the macro know. and
1: micro uh, but macro evolution i believe in too like I, micro evolution is kind of a fact because you can almost see yeah. that shit but um macro evolution uh yeah i guess it, you know it's not as concrete but it's a lot of evidence for it mm-hmm. too but yeah you can also get into that a little bit too and start question macro evolution but no, like I believe in macroevolution totally, but I just think that there's some kind of guiding yeah, force. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like it, you know. You're saying you like, could, you don't think it could all be comp- 100% natural, right? Like just completely yeah, or, based on nature. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. or
1: random. Because like think about it, dude, like the idea that bacteria, single-celled bacteria like shit became humans mm-hmm. is like pretty crazy to think yeah. about. The force behind that is is something that we don't understand as well as we think we do. Like I think a lot of scientists sometimes are so arrogant to try to feel like they have it all figured out when in reality I don't
0: think I mean like we (laughs) you know what I mean we probably know less about like our own brains than we do about like space or the ocean especially the ocean is terrifying by the way but
1: oh yeah I mean yeah we've discovered five percent of the ocean yeah
0: and space is like constantly. Expanding faster than the speed of light, which I always thought was crazy. When I was a kid, I would think about how big the universe is, and my my mind would absolutely explode. You know, and think about
1: the fact that it's even like way bigger than it was. Yeah,
0: I thought about it last. <laughs> it's just I don't even know. I don't even. As know. we speak, it's ever <laughs> But yeah, and then you have the people who say, you know, they don't believe in life outside of Earth, like out of literally infinity planets. You're going to tell me that we are the only, like, not even intelligent life, that we are the only, like, living things, you know? You got water bears, dude, tardigrades. Yeah. Those little bitches can live, like, literally wherever. They can live inside a nuclear explosion if they wanted to, and they're crazy. (laughs) Little little water bears. Yeah,
1: dude. Uh, There's definitely some life out there. You, You know, dude, maybe that's going back to it. Maybe it's just, like... So improbable, kind of like I was saying, that maybe you don't have on a certain amount of planets, like certain planets, like barely yeah,
0: any. Exactly. Um, but, anyways, back to the like ghosts and ghosts and demons kind of thing. Being like a super spiritual, you know, I know like a lot of focusing on energy and that kind of stuff. Energy, the remedy, dude. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so, focusing a lot of. On, <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. that's awesome Hear me the mic baby right. <laughs> oh man that's fantastic that's <laughs> so <laughs> anyway
0: being like a super energy focused you know i you hear people say like and me and my parents actually had a conversation about this because they're like oh who, who's your next guest on the podcast they're they're not big approvers of this because they're like well if you go if you go looking for it you're gonna find it and i'm like well I'm not technically looking for it, but he's looking for the stories. Yeah, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, was, um, Stir the Ghost Hunter and that's coming next. Right? Boys and girls, <laughs> people were talking about frequencies and energy and stuff, and how like, for example, drinking alcohol or smoking pot can lower your frequencies and make you more susceptible to, I don't know, like hauntings or demonic possession or something. But then stuff like. Like yoga or meditation or praying or anything that calms you could raise your frequencies and make it less likely that you're open to spiritual attack or something, dude. I don't know. <laughs> what are your frequencies? Just like your your energies, dog. Your vibes. Oh yeah. Smoking dope lowers your vibes. That's what
1: I heard. I think it gets my vibes way up, <laughs> dude. Oh man. I'm not gonna lie, my vibes are pretty pretty sky high right now. <laughs> I don't know if y'all have heard me, but I've
0: been
1: slapping this bong over here. As <laughs> you he put in a 13-hour shift, you so slap the shit out of the bong.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, may, it makes sense. Goes. It makes sense. So was that... Yeah, dude. Was that um, story you said the one... That was the time you almost got possessed? Yeah. Shit.
1: Yeah, that's, a, that's kind of what I think was probably happening there.
0: So you if think that when guess. you were... You're thinking that when you felt that energy come out of the closet that could have possibly been something like trying to get, trying to get inside your soul.
1: Dude, I'm telling you, like, I don't think there's much of a difference between negative energy and demons.
0: Mm -hmm. You think they're kind of the same thing? Yeah.
1: I think demons are like
0: personified negative energy. So what I get from that then is you think that there can't be any bad ghosts, like just mischievous things that just try to wreck Wreck other people's lives, you know.
1: No, I think that there could be.
0: Or do you think that's uh, that's all just from like n- negative? Well,
1: obviously, if they're stuff. trying to wreck people's shit, then they're negative. They're negative energy.
0: Mm-hmm. But would would you consider those demons then? Or do you think like w- what what's your definition of demon? I guess? <laughs> My
1: definition of demon, dude. A demon, something from a different realm,
0: like a, a what's the word for it? Like they they were never human, right? Is what you're yeah, like celestial yeah yeah that's that's it
1: um i I definitely believe that there could be a difference dude i i honestly Mm -hmm. i couldn't tell you for sure man i don't have a yeah i'm not gonna try to speak on stuff (laughs) that i don't know here because i honestly have no idea but i guess i can throw my my thoughts out there on Mm -hmm. it is it's possible that you know that what what that was coming at me was a celestial i don't know dude Mm mm-hmm you know so I don't think it was an angry ghost cause
0: yeah yeah they're more
1: you know I mean but now not because one of my experience right was kind of with an angry ghost and the second one was kind of you know it seemed like maybe a celestial have a deal mm-hmm. because there's no I didn't see anything This velvet. people say that they see that ghost that comes out of that statue and stuff like that like that'd be wow. crazy I've never seen it but I, I've seen enough to believe that it happens yeah. You yeah. know? So maybe that's the difference right there. I never really thought about it, but... Do you
0: see it versus feel it.
1: Yeah, dude. Maybe <laughs> celestials, you just feel. I don't know. And then, maybe, and then maybe the angry ghosts or the souls that are here. Just, just pissed off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. like I think people are going to tell you that that's just not true or crazy. Like, just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean it's not there.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't. I personally you know? don't know how anyone, like goes through their whole life without experiencing something related to like spirits and ghosts and demons and stuff because they're with the amount of people that die every day I feel you're bound to feel something right yeah right I don't know
1: I don't know yeah I I mean
0: well the best part is nobody really knows right
1: (laughs) yeah uh, exactly and that's that's the great thing about it is that like yeah, you know, life wouldn't be very interesting if we just knew everything. Yeah, not at all. So it's cool that you don't know stuff and you know there's it's crazy too, because you're always wondering what's going on around you that you can't sense because a lot of mm-hmm. people haven't really thought about this. But yeah. we can't sense everything that's here.
0: Especially with hearing ranges, right? Because dogs like no one humans can't hear dog whistles. Dogs can. And yeah. the, I can't remember if it's dogs or cats, but one of them can see like certain colors, like UV colors or something like that, I think that we yeah. can't.
1: Yeah, exactly. There there's different species that can see things we can't see. Uh there's different species that can hear things we can't hear. You know, there's different species that can taste things we can't taste and all that. So there's like, there's different species that have completely different experiences with this universe than we yeah. do. You know, they're seeing different things, hearing different things, all that. So it's
0: like
1: um you know, it's always something that, that kinda of opens your mind.
0: Yeah, it's definitely crazy to think about all the different like just opinions and experiences everyone has are just so. Yeah, dude. Just like, think about how many different. Not every, not everyone is the
1: same, you know. Exactly, dude. Think about how many different versions of the universe there are. Mm-hmm. Every form of life has their own version of the universe or the world around them, at least. But the universe, to some extent, whether it's to the world or the gravel pit around them or gravel whatever, pit. you
0: know, <laughs> whatever yeah. part of the
1: universe they're in and whatever part they're capable of thinking about, they, mm-hmm. have a, they have a different perspective on it than anything else. It's wild,
0: dude.
1: It is. Well You and me, we got different we got different universes.
0: We do. But you know what? Everyone's universe is the paranormal paralysis universe, Nick, right? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Hey, Amen. Well I think yeah. <laughs> I think we're slowing down a little bit, so <laughs> probably a good place to end. Yeah. Um it's almost midnight right now so. Yeah, I got to get to bed, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting tired too. <laughs> Anyways, um you guys would be so kind as to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts so we can get into that algorithm a little bit more aggressively. Also, head to paranormalparalysis.com or paraparalysis.com to, you know, listen to the episodes. You can download the episodes on that site. Also, July 22nd. Is when the merchandise is coming out. I said it here first, July twenty second, um, and that'll be available on the uh, website as well. Want to follow us on Instagram? Go to Paraparalysis. I'm so tired right now. <laughs> follow us on Instagram at Paraparalysis, <laughs> or email me with your spooky spo- spooky stories at Parapar. <laughs> it's not even the right thing. <laughs> follow us on instagram at paranormal paralysis or email me with your spooky stories at paraparalysis at outlook.com. as always we appreciate your guys' support um, we got some big things planned over the next few months so stay tuned for those uh again thank you guys stay spooky baby